Welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Wow, you made it to episode three. <laughs> we did or our listeners did? Uh, yes. <laughs> this is episode three. This is episode three and we are going to be talking about bears today, which I'm very excited about. But first, what are we drinking, Clay? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I made a special trip to Trader Joe's right before we recorded this podcast because I wanted to get a bottle of wine. And, you know, Trader Joe's has the best cheap wine, we thought. We did. I came home with a bottle of rosé and a bottle of Malbec. And I said, hmm, today seems kind of like a rosé type of day. It was Trader Joe's 2021 Petite Reserve from Monterey County. Um, Listener, friend, person... Uh, this wine, I thought maybe the dog had pissed in it. <laughs> <laughs> it does not taste like beer. Okay, fair. It did. <laughs> it, I like beer. Uh, but I it did. I love beer. It did taste like the dog's water. I, it tastes like our dog stinks smells, I think, maybe. I, I do not get that at all. But um, it isn't. It, it isn't good. It was bad enough that I thought my cup was dirty. Um... Then you tried mine and you said, oh. Oh, it's just that bad. Mm -hmm. It's like too sweet and it has a bad aftertaste. So like that's two counts against a rosé or any wine for me. I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah, I'm still drinking it. Clay is still drinking the dog water rosé. It's not dog water. (laughs) And and I had to bust out the emergency scotch. I had to to bust out the good scotch because there was, that was, the thing was going to save my palette at that point so what's the, the good, good scotch the good scotch is um Brucletti, uh port charlotte heavily peated can you say that again brook laddie broke laddie brook it says brook laddie is brook. how it says to pronounce okay. it uh, brook brook okay brook laddie brook laddie brook laddie Right. I don't anyway, know. Anyway. I'm uh, not a Scottish, I but I do drink scotch. Yeah. And the, the smokier and the peatier, the better. So if you do not like scotch, then you really don't like the scotch I like. Because <laughs> it is scotchy scotch. But I like to sip a little bit, especially on a Sunday night for Sunday night cocktails. Because it's not a cocktail, but it does taste good. And I maybe could have. I thought about making trying to make a cocktail out of the dog water rosé. To try and save it, I think maybe. What would I'll... you do with that? Add like lime, lemon. Yeah, so I was thinking c- citrus and soda. Yes, yeah. yeah. You could I, do that. You could I, do that. It would be like the the peach wine that was too sweet that we got in mm-hmm. the Carolinas. Yeah, that was good with some fizzy water in it. It was like you could if you cut it with some citrus and some fizzy water. It was pretty decent for a yeah. summer evening. But it is not summer here. <laughs> Although it's pretty nice the last couple of days. Uh, it was fifty five and sunny, so I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> Weird. Where is here? Here, here. We got here early because, well, we were at Marin RV Park, so just down the road from where we came to from last weekend when we were at Samuel Taylor State Park, and we got kicked out of Samuel Taylor State Park. We were supposed yeah. to get to Marin on that's uh, today. We were supposed to get get here on on Sunday, and we got here on Monday of last week. Yeah, you know. Uh, 
man should we explain why we got kicked out yeah we should <laughs> it's no we're just cursed for that campground i love i love that park we actually went there and hiked today we did yeah it was great except for we couldn't see the pioneer tree because it was all burned out up, up there and muddy no but it was still a beautiful trail it was great yeah we they closed the park down on monday because surprise surprise another storm was coming through on tuesday yeah, they were really nervous, I think, because a tree had gone down in the storm the week before, or the one that came through when we were in Santa Cruz. A huge uh, tree had come and down. And it, like, crushed a picnic table and could have crushed a camper had there been one there. Oh, 100%. <laughs> that was a huge tree. It was huge. That was a, that'll kill you, <laughs> kill you oh, kind yeah. of tree. It'll kill you dead. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad they were looking out for us. They were very nice about it, but yeah, it was this gorgeous day on Monday, and they're like, oh, uh... Yeah, you have to leave. Everyone had to leave. <laughs> so luckily. So unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, luckily the... What are you laughing about? You said so luckily and I said so unfortunately. <laughs> well, I was going to say luckily our RV park that we were going to anyway the following week because we wanted to spend two weeks in the San Francisco area anyway was able to get us in mm-hmm. early. So at least then we don't have to like move around uh, in the same area. It Again. is the smallest RV park slash smallest RV sites maybe ever. <laughs> so, but what's the good part about it? The good part is we are a five-minute bike ride uh, away from the ferry to get into um, downtown San Francisco, which is great. And it's also very close to an REI and a Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. With and, bad wine? <laughs> <laughs> There was a BevMo right there, Clay. Hey, I was trying to save money. Yeah, Podcasting doesn't pay. <laughs> can make that severance money last. <laughs> uh, but it's also, we like walked to other parts of Marin um, to be able, like right around here, uh, mm-hmm. to be able to get bagels this morning for breakfast. And there's apparently a donut shop down the other way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like a bookstore and stuff that's all very bikeable and walkable from here so it's super pretty it's on the water uh gorgeous hilly nature birds yeah i love marin county in general it's great it's just right over the golden gate bridge from san francisco Mm -hmm. proper and so you get like this convenience of being in kind of a suburban area but then it's really easy to get into the city as well yeah we've had a lot of fun in san francisco already too yeah we have we have we've done the exploratorium you and grace went in yesterday and did some stuff yeah we had a really nice day we rode a cable car grace's first time on a cable car but we sat in the back which was a mistake if you ever do it you wait for the good spots yeah so okay this is a tangent but we waited in a very long line because we got on at the end of the line for the cable car, which you can actually jump on at any intersection. But I thought, oh, hey, this will be good. We'll make sure we get like a seat and because we were going to ride it end to end. OK, we were going to go through Chinatown. We're going to kind of get like the tour of San Francisco on the cable car. Right. OK, great. So we wait in this really long line and we get up like close to the front of the line and, and the people are like, oh, OK. Uh, the front the front of the cable car is full, but you guys, if you want to get on the back, you guys can get on this one. And Don't do it. Don't do it, listener. So, do yeah, it. Grace and, and another member of our party were like, oh, yeah, sure. And so we all got on the back, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, you know, this will be fine. We have windows, but the windows are behind you. Yeah. And the problem is they fill up the back with people standing up, too. Uh-huh. And that's what's in front of you. So I'm like 
twisted sideways so I can like see over my shoulder. But Grace feels like she can't really do the same because there's like a woman with her baby on her lap, like next to her. And Grace would feel like all up, up in her space. So Grace was like, yeah, uh, my ride on a cable car was okay. But I was basically just staring at someone's butt the whole time. Yeah, I think when you and I did it, we did the same thing. We went end to end. Um, mm-hmm. It was just you and I. But we waited for the front and like stood on it. Yes. Which was like a I, classic I did the stand thing. on the outside and hang on. It was really fun. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. But anyway. The classic um, like full house. Right we still have here. a we still have a week to, to redeem it for Grace. I, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to go back into the city that much. I guess we're going to. I think at least once. At least right? once, yeah. To okay. get some Ghirardelli. For, yeah. her, for her belated birthday Sunday. Mm-hmm. Joe and I stayed home yesterday because she had a stomach bug, but that was nice too. I was able to do, do a lot of editing and work. <laughs> Clean the house and do some laundry. Well, hey. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> and oftentimes it's me. Uh, not the editing, but yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. We're happy to talk about bears today, and uh, we're excited to hear what you guys think and what your favorite wildlife sightings have been and what you're looking forward to seeing this year. So uh, with that, we will get into the reading of the letter. Bears. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Dear friend, have you ever seen a bear? Like, not at a zoo, but in the wild? I have not. It pains me to say that I have not seen a bear in the wild. All our hiking, adventuring, and scenic drives over the past two years have turned up not a single bear. Not one. It's also funny to complain about not seeing bears for a couple of reasons. The first is that we have seen many beautiful creatures in their natural habitat. Theodore Roosevelt National Park in North Dakota was our first big national park stop in our travels. I think it's where I first fell in love with national parks. We saw bison everywhere, and my children fawned over the prairie dog villages. So did I, if I'm being honest. But the showstoppers were the wild horses. Beautiful and free and stunning in their majesty against crisp, blue North Dakota sky. I was hooked. Other favorite animal encounters include cranes in Florida, moose in Grand Teton National Park, and porcupines in the White Mountains of New Hampshire. We visit a lot of parks during shoulder season when the weather is a gamble, usually a little chilly, and there are a few crowds. It has gotten us some prime animal viewing opportunities, but not as many as I would like. The other part about wanting to see bears is that I spend a lot of time actively avoiding seeing bears. When we are in bear country, we make sure to make lots of noise. We keep anything scented carefully packed away. We use bear lockers, and we cook outside away from our camper. I don't want to see a bear in my campsite or on my path, at least not a startled one. We also carry bear spray, especially in grizzly country. We have never seen a bear, but we have. We have discharged the bear spray once. We were hiking along Lake McDonald in Glacier National Park when we got to a beautiful spot by the lake where we wanted to rest and have a snack. I started to take off my backpack. Two critical errors had been made. One, I stored the spray in my water bottle pocket on my pack. And two, the safety was not on the spray. You can see where this is going, but I heard a soft shh. And next thing I knew, 
I was coughing and sputtering to the lake and ripping off my jacket to try and rinse it out. The pack did not survive. The jacket seemed okay after a wash until I was wearing it nearly a year later in a rainstorm and my arm started to burn. It took me a minute to put the pieces together. R.I.P. Bear Spray Jacket. We have been so close to seeing bears at least twice. Once in a state park in Virginia, a bear wandered through our neighbor's site. They warned us about it, but we never saw it. In Maine, when my youngest and I hiked to a secret beach to swim in a perfect lake, there was not-too-old-looking bear scat on the beach. I'd like to think a mama bear was watching us from a perch nearby as we enjoyed the swimming hole on that beautiful July day. I think I will finally find some bears in Alaska over the summer. I don't think I will leave until I do. But I also think I might feel a bit sad when I finally see them. It's a big travel goal that will finally be checked off. A major objective cleared. It's fun to have things left to do. Things we haven't completed. Don't worry, I have plenty more. I can't wait to tell you about the bears I see. I hope you find your bears too. See you down the road. Jamie. bears actually we have no bears no we have no bears uh <laughs> that's kind of the whole point i know we've not I, can you believe that we've never seen a bear in all the places we've been in like three years and all the like hikes we've been on in places where there should be bears i don't know i'm i'm starting to wonder if they're are bears not real it's like the birds aren't real <laughs> but bears aren't real bears aren't real bears aren't real that's gonna be our new t-shirts we're gonna mer- we're gonna make merch and see if bears aren't real. Okay, merch hey, idea. If anyone wants a bear, we have aren't like real three listeners t-shirt. right now, but we're gonna make merch. Let us know. We'll make some bears aren't real t-shirts. <laughs> we'll totally do that. That's amazing. When we were in Virginia, yeah, in, really in Shenandoah, like that yeah, area? like in Shenandoah Valley, or um, what was that other? Park oh, Powhatan. Yeah, Powhatan State Powhatan Park. Powhatan was really good. That I was, was a cool. I swear we were, like there were bears around that we just didn't see. Obviously, like one of our neighbors had one in their sight. Well, yeah. So we just missed seeing a bear a couple times there. Like one morning when I was out walking derby, uh, we definitely saw bear tracks in the mud. Nice, nice. And then apparently, like we had our neighbor a couple sites down come up and say, you might want to tell your kids to get in the camper because a like a I just scared off a bear from our site. Yeah, it was like a little one, right? Yeah, but they didn't know like if there were others around or if, you know, if it would come to us, but but supposedly, especially for black bears, like a lot of times if you don't see them, it's cuz you're not looking up. I heard that and I started looking up. I had gone out for like a run or a hike by myself while I was there and I started getting really nervous cuz out in the woods by myself. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh no, there's going to be a bear. I desperately want to see a bear and also I'm terrified of seeing a bear and I feel like this is my whole personality. <laughs> you feel like everything's your whole personality. But that's that's part of it too. Have you seen those Instagram reels with Probably. black bears sniffing people? No. Oh, you haven't seen the- I got reels that you didn't get. Well, you only get animal reels. Several different times i've seen where people have been out on hikes and they've got video of like bears will come up to them 
and they just completely stand still. And the bears will like get in their face and sniff them and like, it's freaky, but like they're fine. The bear just ends up walking away. And I think it's like most animals, like if you're not a threat to them, especially black bears, grizzlies are a little different. But I heard black bears are mostly scared of you. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you don't but act like, like a threat. But these were not. These were like interested in these people. <laughs> yeah, but like in a curious, like who are you way, not in a yeah, I'm going to eat your face way. Yeah. It's still freaky. It's freaky. I mean, they're so big. But they're so cool. I desperately want to see one from my car. Like that's yeah. my ideal situation. <laughs> from my car, yeah. From my giant truck, I would really like to see a bear. But moose are even more dangerous, really, in a lot of ways. Like they're, and I think people don't realize that. And we were and around, bison. yeah, and we were um, not dangerously close or anything, but we were pretty close to some moose in Grand Teton National Park. We stayed at the Grovant campground there in early May of 2021, mm-hmm. and it was snowing. And then there was this whole family of moose in the campground, uh, and we didn't get up like super close to them. But I also wasn't. I had no fear at all, even though I probably would have if it was a bear. And it's not really logical because moose are pretty dangerous. I mean, they didn't have their horn, their antlers right then because it was still too close to winter, I guess. But. Uh, they're still huge. Moose, they're giant. And we saw one out on that hike, too, that we went to that Tiger Lake hike. Um, mm-hmm. There was one out on the hike there in the snow, too. Seeing a moose in snow like that in Tetons was, like, magical. Epic. If, oh my gosh, I love the Tetons. The so falling much. snow with the mama moose. Ah, uh, and, and the baby her babies. Mo- oh, what was... do you call baby m- m- moose? Should we moose-in? make guesses? Let's make guesses. Uh, meese? No. Cubs? No. No, it's not cubs. Colts? That's Are they colts? Like a like a horse? No, moose. Foles. I'm guessing. I'm guessing they're calves. Calves. Like, Probably calves. Like cows. Moosein. Meese. <laughs> Like geese, uh, I get it. Maybe baby meese. Baby meese. Anyway, yeah, moose are actually really dangerous and yeah. actually also very beautiful. Also that. And we did see them. What yes. else have we seen? We saw some porcupines in New Hampshire that were really cool. Yeah, so last summer. <laughs> yeah, we were up in the White Mountains uh, hiking in New Hampshire, um, and there which, was this, like my favorite hiking ever, pretty like, much. Like rustling in the bushes uh-huh. that we were walking. We past saw them. these little what like rodent-sized things, and they were not afraid of us at all. And, yeah, well, it took us a while to actually see them. Uh-huh. We just kept hearing them, and then we saw them on the trail on our way back. Mm-hmm. And they were like on the trail, just staring at us, like, just, like waddling around. Yeah, just you would, know, not like, moving off the trail. Some vegetation or Did bugs not or whatever. Care they if eat. we were there. No, they were like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm pointy. They're really cool, though. They're super cute. Uh-huh. They're funky looking. Yeah. I I liked them. I thought they were cool. Yeah, super cool. Uh, speaking of New Hampshire, we haven't seen them yet, but if you've never heard a fisher cat scream, I learned about fisher cats listening to the National Park After Dark podcast. Uh, they had talked about them. And they're not cats at all. They they look like they have a bear face on a giant ferret is the best way I can describe like what bear, they look like. bear, like hairless? No, 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 no. Like, a, like if you made a bear into a ferret. Like if you crossed a bear, the animal, 
and a ferret or stoat and like made it really big. Tiny bear, huge ferret. Yes. They're actually kind of cute looking, I think, but also would scare the shit out of me if I saw one. Also, speaking of scaring the shit out of you, when they make their call or scream or whatever, they sound like a woman being murdered, and I am not exaggerating. (laughs) Yeah, you got to hear this. We were, I'll see if I can cut it in, if not, just Google it, but like, we were in... A state park in Green, outside of Greenfield, New Hampshire, and kind of in the middle of nowhere, uh, by the mountains, kind of by the by the mountains there, where we were going to be hiking and stuff. And it was the middle of the week, and this was kind of a weekend type state park. And we were out in the woods, and it was very quiet. And Clay, and I think both of the girls, maybe one of them, I can't remember, went to go to the store to get some things. And so I was. We just dropped the camper and I was setting up stuff inside and I heard these screams to where I called Clay and was like, hey, um, I think someone's being murdered in our park. <laughs> and I had forgotten <laughs> yeah, all about the Fisher cats. I was like, I think someone's there's something wrong. We should call the Rangers or something. I was like, maybe it's fine. I kind of walked around a little bit, but I was also really scared. So I kind of stayed put. Because there was, there was like two other campers in the whole huge campground during the week while we were there. Which campground was this? I'm this having a hard time. This is Greenfield State Park. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Green, yeah. Oh, that was a cool campground. It but was yeah, during super the week, cool. it was super quiet. It was super it was quiet during very the week. Much and then on the weekend. weekend yeah. Because there was like a lake and it was mostly locals. It wasn't mm-hmm. a lot of like travelers like us, um, which is part of why state parks are really fun. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, other travelers like us are cool too, but it's just, it's no, fun but to meet it's, the locals. For sure. Anyway, I I'm not I'm very sure that's what I was hearing now, but it took me a while to be like, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, and that was a park where it was like you were in the woods. Like you actually had like our site was really big. Our site was huge. Yeah, and we were like very in the. Wo- it felt like boondocking, mm-hmm. but it was a state park. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. Loved um, it. Loved it. But Highly yeah, recommend. Like <laughs> screams in the woods in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. Um, cool. It was starting to get dark. Clay wasn't back yet, and I hear screams like somebody's being murdered. Um, so I haven't seen that animal, but heard it. I would love to see one though. They're pretty cool looking. And we talked about in the letter the bear spray incident, <laughs> the great bear spray incident of 2021. If that hadn't been like so awful, it would have been hilarious. What was awful about it? It was funny. I was laughing. Okay, I didn't remember if you were laughing or not. Okay, good. Because I was laughing. <laughs> Oh, it was hilarious. I was like, I can't believe I just sprayed myself with bear spray. I'm an idiot. Oh, yep. We were right on the beach. We had taken a break. Mm -hmm. I think it was in that spot on Lake McDonald where you see all the Instagram pictures from where they make the pebbles look all different colors. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. If you look at Instagram pictures of Lake McDonald, there's... It's really pretty in real life, but they do this thing with the filters or something where it makes the color... Maybe it's... It looks a little like that in person, but it's not exactly what it looks like in person. <laughs> but it was really pretty. And we went to stop there at the lake to have a snack because it was, you know, evening and we were hiking. Mm-hmm. The best time to hike, by the way. Always. Well, that's when we do because we get done with work and school in the evening and then we go play. But also it's the best time to hike. It really is. Sunset is like the best time to see any national park. You can't convince me otherwise. I sun, Sunrise can be cool too. Yeah, but no, you actually, 
I think oftentimes uh, you see a lot more animals at sunset too. Yeah. Part of it's that like it's less people are around and part of it's just that that's when animals are active. Mm-hmm. But the the hike there on Lake McDonald, we were just, we were there early May and going to the Sun Road wasn't open. And so Lake McDonald was kind of our playground there, around there because it's like what you can get to before everything's open. Mm-hmm. And but there's plenty of it. Oh yeah, and you can hike up going to the Sun Road a bit too, and do some hikes off of there. You just can't drive up it. So Grace and I did that a little bit one night. But anyway, we were hiking around Lake McDonald and went to sit down to to have a snack. And I go to take off the day pack and hear that sound. I was like, "Huh? Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you triggered the bear spray. There was a, and then. It, it was. It took a minute, and then I think anybody near oh me my was, gosh. Like, yeah, nah. cough, coughing and choking a little bit. Uh, it works. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it burned my arm for sure. Like it definitely left a bit of a red mark. Oh yeah, I have like super sensitive. That's skin nasty too. stuff. But it wasn't very much of it at all, and it like completely destroyed my nice little day pack. And uh, there was and just no salvaging it. Yeah. I, man, I finally replaced that jacket with another similar one. We went to Maine because uh, it was an L.L. Bean pullover jacket that I mm-hmm. loved. I lived in that jacket for like our whole first year of travel. It's true. Until that. It was a navy blue one. Yeah. Lived mm-hmm. in it. it. Well, and after that, too, because I thought it was fine. Because rin- we rinsed stuff out and hung out to dry. We had to use we so We were boondocking with- and I'd used so much of our water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we washed it with a bunch of water and camp suds and hung it out. Yeah, and it was the sweatshirt ended up okay. That didn't fix it. March of twenty two, we were in Disney World and I we got caught in this really bad rainstorm and I had that jacket on and it's it's a rain jacket but kind of it's it's like a it, it's good in like a Seattle a rain. Mist, yeah, and it's like nice it's not and a soft, heavy rain but jacket. it's not like yeah, it's not fully waterproof. And so it got soaked and I was like, why does my arm hurt so bad? It's burning and I have some issues with that arm anyway. And I was like, well, maybe it's from this or that or nerve mm-hmm. stuff. And then it just like, I was sitting there and it just dawned on me. And, <laughs> it's like, oh. oh, it's the bear spray jacket. Yup. Bear spray jacket. The bear spray strikes again. The bear spray strike. Yeah. So. Um, That's hard to say. Bear spray strikes again. Be careful with your bear spray. So some of my favorites uh, also include the wild horses in North Dakota. I can't explain to you how magical Theodore Roosevelt National Park is, especially when we went because it was October of 2020. Um, mm-hmm. It was the first national park we really went to. And it was simultaneously, no one was there. Everything, like a lot of things were closed down for the season in terms of businesses, but also the weather was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, I mean, like, our campground was closed. Yeah, they closed because they didn't have staff because of COVID and stuff. And I think people had just gone home thinking it wasn't going to, like, open back up or something. Mm-hmm. And so by October, when they should have been open, because it was an RV park, not a not a public campground. Oh, but it's right by the entrance to the National It's park. awesome. Yeah, that Medora Park there, mm-hmm. right by the entrance, you can, like, walk in. Yeah, so they were like, they emailed us and they were like, well, it's closed, but you can stay here if you're self-contained. Yeah, you just can't, like the restrooms The restrooms and everything were closed, yeah. Laundry was closed, all that. We did it. We did it. It worked. Part of what made that magical was the fact that we 
felt like we were the only ones there, even though the weather was amazing because it was like 70 and sunny every oh day. Oh gosh, it was gorgeous. We went in every day at sunset. <gasps> every night we were like, let's just go drive in we the park again. We went and did again. a hike sometimes. Or sometimes we, went we just, just drove, around. drove around and saw what we could see. And like invariably we saw animals. Yes. And it was like, it was almost to the point where it's like, okay, like these horses aren't really wild. They just like let them out during the day. Well, there is a weird story about the horses in terms of them being wild. Okay. I don't know the whole thing now. Okay. I should have looked that up. But they were like reintroduced or something or they're like semi-wild. I mean, they're not controlled, but like they are are kept in the boundaries of the park. Like there's fences. Gotcha. Okay. Well, either way, they're like roaming happy and free yeah the people go there don't see them on these like beautiful like waving grasses like bluffs i and at sunset as we oh my gosh as we were driving in the first day towards sunset the so the park kind of goes up against the interstate there Mm -hmm. i looked over and saw like the pack of horses running along. Is it a pack? A pack of horses? A band of horses? Ooh, band of horses. What is it? I don't know. Pack? Um, I'm not sure. But I do know that I saw them like over to the side and I I thought, that can't be real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, no, they have wild horses here? I didn't think, it, I at that point didn't realize that was for sure the park and that mm-hmm. was the wild horses in the park i thought it was something else i was like there's no way (laughs) but it was and they are beautiful we got so close to them yeah and we like like in the car yeah oh yeah no but we like uh would stop the car park it and like stand up on and like open up the sunroof stand up on the seats of the subaru yeah and like take pictures out the roof of the it was amazing i think that's how i got that that experience at Theodore Roosevelt National Park was a huge part of, for me personally, of getting like hooked on kind of travel life in mm-hmm. national in parks. national parks, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know, your mileage may vary at Theodore Roosevelt if you go, but I would definitely suggest going. I'd go back though. Like oh, it was so 100%. cool. And there's a bunch of state parks around there. Well, there's a couple of state parks right around there. And then there's um, the Matahe Trail mm-hmm. is really cool that runs mm-hmm. all along there. And runs through the park and stuff, but you can outside of the national park you can hike it with dogs, which is nice. That's why I spend some time on there. Cuts through some like uh, grasslands and stuff. It's I it's just, pretty sweet. I did not expect North Dakota to be so beautiful. I did not either. I I don't know what I expected. I'd seen Well no, I expected Nebraska. I mean, so we're from the Midwest, mm-hmm. from Illinois and Iowa and like western Iowa and into Nebraska is like it's fine. <laughs> it's it's pretty for what it is. There are some like really pretty hilly parts, but yeah. a lot of it is just like you drive and drive and drive yeah. and everything feels the same. Kansas too is the same way. And parts of and so we've done South Dakota. So my brother mm-hmm. lived in Rapid City for a while mm-hmm. and we would drive across to across South Dakota and it's really boring until you get to the Black Hills basically. Yes. And then yep. all of a sudden you're like Oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah, wall drug, it's awesome. Yes. <laughs> wall drug is perfect. 
We're not going to tell our Wall South Dakota story today. Okay. That'll be, an, that'll be another day. Right. Sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, that's not a wildlife story. It's not a wildlife that's, story. That's our wild life <laughs> as a story. I think the horses are still, and it was so fun because it's, I, I mean, sometimes stuff lives stronger in your memory too, like that. Like, But I, mm-hmm. that week was oh, for sure. so spectacular. But I think it was, Partially made better because we had kind of a shitty week the week before. And uh, travel can be so like that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So the week before we'd been in Minnesota and, and it, it was just really rainy, rainy and cold. It was cold and rainy. We knew it was going to be cold, but like the constant rain was just kind of a bummer. Uh-huh. We didn't get to hike very much. We were we up did one good hike. In the Cross Lake area, which is beautiful, a beautiful area at this great Army Corps campground. And we kind of mm-hmm. made the most of it, but it was just... Being cooped up inside, especially in that small of a trailer, was uh, rough. And my yeah. computer broke, and we were dealing with internet problems. At and least it was just the like, room. yeah, it, it was just kind of one of those weeks where it was just like, well, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Turning around to the following week, ever, and then like we knew we were going to a place where the campground was closed, and we're like, what? Is, what is even going to be available for us to do? Mm-hmm. And then. It all worked out so beautifully that uh, it was just like, oh, this is why. This is mm-hmm. why we do this. Yep. And I'm hoping, we talked about earlier, you and I, but when before we were recording, oh, are we going to, do you think we'll see a bear before we get to Alaska? Yeah. And you said you think we're going to see one next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, so next week, I'm saying this on the recording now, so we're committing to it now, I think. Uh, we've been back and forth whether we're going to go to Yellowstone. or pfft, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. <laughs> Scratch that. Whether we're going to go, we're back and forth whether we're going to go to Yosemite National Park. Mm-hmm. We're very, very shoulder season, and it's been a very snowy winter. Very. Um, and we're planning to boondock outside the park. But there's also a Thousand Trails campground right in that same area that we were hoping yes. to boondock, which we have a camping pass for Thousand Trails, so it's uh, quote-unquote free. For us to stay there if we choose and to if stay there. And if you're not a RV person and you just listen to this because it's other stuff, mm-hmm. Thousand Trails is, it's timeshare campgrounds. Yeah. And, but like, low tier timeshares. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, I think we're going to go anyway. It's supposed to be really nice, like 60s and 70s for a lot of the week next week. Mm-hmm. And Clay thinks we're going to see a bear there. Yeah, so the National Park, we've been checking up on the road conditions. We've been checking up on the National Park website because we want to see, like, okay, is this worth going? And, like, a lot of what it says is, like, hey, uh, the hiking trails are pretty closed. Like, if you are going to hike them, which they're, like, snow cover, you should definitely use. No, it says don't hike them and use use traction. Yeah. <laughs> use traction devices for the paved trails. Yeah. I think it's still going to be worth going and seeing what we can see. Yeah. But it's going to be just a taste of Yosemite. Um, yeah. But I've but if never, I see a bear, it might never make had that taste of Yosemite. And yeah, the other thing it says is still practice bear aware, bear safe camping practices because bears are, they're not hibernating. They've been active. I mean, I we we practice wildlife safety in our camp spot anyway because we've we learned do. some of that we learned the hard way because raccoons be vicious. 
<laughs> okay, I don't want to leave Yosemite yet. Okay. But we got to talk about raccoons. But <laughs> what else is there to say about Yosemite? We haven't been yet. No, I know. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I do hope that there's a chance we'll again approaching this park in shoulder season have kind of an unexpectedly good experience. Yeah, I think I'm hope I keep my fingers crossed that some of the trails are going to clear up so we can do some of the stuff off the valley, like right off the valley there. Mm-hmm. I think the waterfalls might be epic. They should be, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's worth going. And like, I'm excited to boondock, honestly. Like, I hope the boondocking spot works out because I'm craving boondocking after being in this parking lot. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And boondocking, for those who don't RV, is camping like usually in a national forest or a bureau of land management land mm-hmm. uh, area where it's allowed and it's um it just is like a dispersed camping is another word for it where mm-hmm. it's no hookups for the rv so you have to have your own power and water mm-hmm. and that's that's boondocking it's kind of it gets glamorized as being oh out in the wilderness all by yourself but if you're by a national park or something like that there'll probably be other people there it can amount to basically being like a an unpaved parking lot with a lot of people around you it's still really nice and i enjoy it and it tends to bring out um a lot of other good campers that are fun to be around but it is not as you know, while unless you're doing something way off with I don't know. four-wheel I drive. Your mileage can vary. Like, we've had a couple epic boondocking spots. We have, we have. But those were places we could not take our current setup when we, at least not when we took the Mantis. Wrong. We could. Okay. <laughs> I think. Anyway. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to it. I think part of this lifestyle that is so fun and that when we've embraced this like we've rarely regretted it is like just go and see yeah like maybe yeah. it'll suck but like you don't know until you go i think sometimes you have to be like in the right minds mind frame mindset for like the setbacks mm, yeah for sure like sometimes the like a setback is gonna hurt you a little bit more than others speaking of setbacks can we go back to raccoons okay Raccoons. <laughs> I probably am more afraid of rac- raccoons than I am of a lot of wild animals. Bears? Uh, maybe not more than bears, but f- raccoons are freaking fearless and they will destroy your campsite. So we got to back up with raccoons though. Because okay. most people probably have encountered raccoons like, oh, maybe there was like a raccoon they saw off in the distance or you saw their sure. footprints or... You know, maybe they went through your garbage. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. Uh, but they, I mean, like, yeah, if you've had them go through your garbage and like you've tried to keep them out of your garbage, you know that they are persistent. They are. For sure. But like, <laughs> sometimes not all raccoons are made equal. Uh, the, the Midwest seems to breed especially insane raccoons. We went to college at Iowa State University. Yes, we did. Uh, and... I taught supplemental instruction for chemistry in the evenings because, fucking course I did. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> it was my job. You were a tutor. I was a tutor. Yeah. Uh, well, I was a tutor, but this was a special thing where you were hired by the department yeah, yeah, yeah. for hard for hard classes that people like struggled with. Mm-hmm. It was like a free tutor for students, and you it was almost office group, hours, almost tutor, yeah. group tutoring, kind of almost like a sub teacher's assistant kind of person. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I did that for chemistry, and I would walk back in at night after dark to my apartment, and I would make sure I was on the phone with somebody. While I was doing that, not because I was worried worried about like my physical safety from people, but because the raccoons scared the shit out of me. These guys, I, They're I mutants. know some, yeah. So I know some like atomic bomb stuff happened at Iowa State. These teenage mutant ninja raccoons are clearly mutated from something. The size of a medium dog, and I'm not exaggerating, and would turn and hiss at you if you got close to them. Oh, they did not. They were not afraid of you at all. Nope. And they were, they were yeah, they were large and scary. <laughs> I, yeah, I tend to find all animals cute. And like we had, we've gotten bats in our house before and I was kind of like, oh, poor bat. Mm-hmm. Like these raccoons scare the shit out of me. Yeah. So raccoons are pests, but they're all, they are kind of cute. Oh, they're fun. Well, you got to keep your campsite clean. Uh, yes, 100%. And giant raccoons, giant, giant mutant raccoons are to be feared. Like those little collapsible uh, trash can and recycling can things that we had for a while that other people, I've seen other people have, ain't going to work. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Those are, no, they'll get those open. They yeah. don't care. Bears will too. Like, just don't, honestly, just don't use those. Nope. Don't trash keep, recycling. Don't keep trash out in your site Anything at all. should be in a trash can or like a bare trash can mm-hmm. or a dumpster. Or if you can't do it right then, it should stay in your camper or in your car. Yeah. Truck bed. Yeah. And even it, like, like I know some up. of the bears in California can get into cars too. So make sure your car is locked. That's freaky. I know. So bears in California though. Yeah. They don't have grizzlies. They do not. No, the last grizzly. You argued with me about this last week. I know. I thought, well, okay, so the state flag of California has a grizzly bear on it. It does. It does. Uh, they, the last grizzly was spotted in, or killed in California in, I believe, 1924. A hundred years ago. Yes. There haven't been grizzlies in California for a hundred years. They do have brown black bears. Yeah, so people think they still do, and I thought they still do because... Yeah, it's a different snout. Yeah. The black bears in California, a lot of them, are brown. their fur is actually brown. Yeah, but, but they're, they're still they're black bears. American black bears. Yes. Grizzlies in the United States are only found in Alaska uh-huh. and the Rocky, the Montana, Rocky Wyoming, basically Yellowstone. <laughs> Yellowstone <laughs> and glacier. glacier. Yeah, up yeah. there. Yellowstone mm-hmm. and Glacier National Parks are the mm-hmm. only two. Tetons, I would imagine. Or is that too far south? Yeah, maybe. I'm not sure because that butts right up to Yellowstone, so maybe. Yeah. But outside of the Alaska National Parks, those are the two parks you would go to to see a grizzly So in the U.S. Yeah, so we have to no see California them in Alaska. Parks. And I'm, I will pay for one of the plane tours to take me to where the grizzlies are if I have to. But right now, I'm going to settle for if we can see any sort of bear next week like that's gonna be amazing and then next on my list after the bears i've decided is gonna be wolves where are you gonna see wolves? yellowstone yellowstone has wolves mm-hmm. they reintroduced them a little while ago 
Wait, will we see wolves on the way to Alaska, though, no, or in Alaska? I don't think so. They don't have wolves in Canada? Well, they must. They must. They I mean, have to, okay. if wolves don't live in Canada, where do where they Where am live? I going to find wolves? Uh, tell me, listeners. In the woods. Yeah, well, oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. That's great. In the tundra. In the tundra. Maybe. Maybe. But that's like another animal that's been driven out of a lot of places because mm-hmm. people don't like their well, predatory eat, ways. Eat their livestock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, not so good if yep. you're a farmer. Not great, but also wolves are really cool. I'd love to see a wolf in the wild. Yeah. You still want to see a spoonbill, right? So there's a whole list of birds we could talk about. So we saw um, <laughs> things that we have seen. Mm-hmm. Florida, the like... That best, was the redeeming the best part about quality of to, winter well, in Florida. <laughs> there were good. There were other good things about going to Florida in the winter. Um, it was mostly the birds. The best part about going to Florida is the wildlife, specifically the birds. Sandhill cranes. They're crazy. Have you seen, like, okay. The, speaking of animals that make weird noises. Yeah, no, I can't, I can't imitate the sound of a sandhill crane, but they're loud. And they're taller than Jojo was at the time. Mm-hmm. These birds are huge. They're, they're, they're massive. These are wild birds. These aren't like ostriches on a farm or something. These are wild birds that migrate apparently from Nebraska. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Oh. From because this is what my parents were telling me when I talked to them about the St. Hill cranes. They're like, "Yeah, we've seen them." Apparently, huh? In the summer, they live in like Nebraska. But so... apparently, from Nebraska to Florida. Okay. And they they just like hang out on golf courses in Central Florida. Just like yeah, they were just like around Orlando. Mm-hmm. We saw them at our RV park that was like by Disney World. And we saw them um, especially at Lake Okeechobee. Mm-hmm. There were sandhill cranes everywhere. These are huge. Yeah. They're, they look otherworldly. Speaking of otherworldly, I think the Everglades is a, is a weird park to visit. And I honestly don't know if I really recommend it compared to other parks. But yeah. the birds. The wildlife are in general. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, you can see. Okay, so you should definitely do it once for a weekend or something because you can see crocodiles and alligators in the U.S. in the same place, and that's, like, the only place that you can do that. And there's manatees in the winter. It's the only place in the U.S. you can see crocodiles at all. Yeah, and there's manatees in the winter, too, which is weird and cool, too. And there's also, like, so that that in and of itself is totally worth it, and I that's a whole other realm of wildlife I forgot we'd even seen. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about the whales. That'll be another one, I guess, because we're running out of time now. But <laughs> We can cut it. The coolest thing for me that we saw in the Everglades were the wood storks. They look like dinosaurs. They are the weirdest. They look prehistoric. I mm-hmm. mean, it's like those. there's certain birds that you see and you're like, oh, I see the, how this came from di- <laughs> like dinosaur yeah, times. Totally, like- <laughs> totally. No, they're they're whole like they have like a I would almost call it like a bill, yeah. But it's like a big beak that like it takes over their head. Yeah, and then they have like very scaly mm-hmm. heads. It's mm-hmm. almost like a vulture, but not. There's so many yeah. vultures in the Everglades. Too. Oh, there are tons of vultures, um, black vultures and turkey vultures. Yeah, and, uh, don't don't leave anything out there. Yeah, uh, same thing. It's not raccoons though; it's vultures. It's the vultures. But yeah, I mean, 
wildlife is awesome. We've seen so much of it. We saw when we were down in Baja, we saw gray whales up close. That was such a cool experience that we'll probably have to talk about in more detail We've another time. We've seen dolphins in several places. Oh, it's Tybee especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, alligators in Louisiana and mm-hmm. Florida, crocodiles down, like, we've, now that we're talking about it more, we've gotten to see some really cool wildlife. Animals be cool, y'all. Just not bears yet. No bears. No bears. Okay, friends, thanks for joining us for our chat about all kinds of wildlife including bears, which may or may not be real. (laughs) Thanks, friends. And before we sign off, I do have one correction from last week. If you listened to our episode two about coffee, I talked about buying Dutch Bros stock. It was not in 2020 because they did not go public until 2021. So I bought them around. I bought it around the IPO. I remember remembering now. Um, And it's, I mean, the story is still like, it did bad. So that didn't change. Yeah, that did not change. But uh, just for clarity's sake, Clay bought some Rivian IPO right around then, <laughs> which is done swimmingly. Also, not good. Yeah. So I mean, maybe if you bought them now, it might be good. I mean, like don't this is don't not do a financial it. No, don't do it. Nope. But I'm just saying, it's like the lowest it's ever been. Could always go lower. It's not zero. So don't don't have. <laughs> Don't ever think it couldn't go down more because it could. But if you don't know what Rivian is, they're amazing electric trucks. Anyway, okay, I'm done. <laughs> We've seen a lot of them in San Francisco. They built, but they build them in normal. So uh, that, that's fun. Yeah, but Jamie, where can people find us? We can be found at Substack uh, where the letters come out twice a week. It's lettersfromtheroad.substack.com. You can subscribe for free there and get a letter every Monday and Friday. We can also be found wherever you get your podcasts on Sunday mornings and we can also be found on Instagram at letters from the road pod and Twitter at LFTR pod. And if you'd like to send us your letters, we would love to hear from you at letters from the road pod at gmail.com. Please send letters. That would be great. I would love love to to have some pen pals. We want to hear your stories. I think uh, I want to, I'm always interested in, everyone's stories and it'd be great to hear from you uh so until next time we'll see you down the road bye everyone